Bam, we're live. You almost got me. Almost got you. <laughs> uh, yes, the famous Heidi Krum is in the house. Seb, I'm putting in the work this weekend. Loving it. Thank you, uh, Aaron. Tell uh, Matt I said hi. Uh, Teddy. <laughs> no. Oh, clapping. Yeah, okay, that's good. Uh, Teddy Williams. Uh, Bruce, things are good. Big week. Uh, yeah, Heidi, you should be on the show. show us, yes, we need to hear what she does. We have her Book scheduled tour. for 2023. <laughs> uh, making and packing shirts, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. This is my entertainment. Oh, good. I'm glad we can keep you busy. MLK, Martin Luther King, 5240. Trina, I tell everyone I know Heidi. Me too. Uh, Sean says, hello. Renata Novontana. Uh, was there another show after Chris this morning, which was superb? Thank you. Uh, um, we had to reschedule several times with Taylor. He made it. Uh, your mic's not working. Um, we had to schedule with Ricky a few times uh, because, oh, no, Susan, you can stay on a little bit. Stay on, stay on a little bit till we get the show rolling, here, please. I'm back. Anyone know why they're closing event one to uh, media? Can we even watch? Um, we spoke to the head of media there, who's a uh, darling, uh, amazing lady, and she told us that there would be more information tomorrow. There will be no outside media allowed there. I'm guessing because it's at Mr. and Mrs. Henniger's ranch. That's my guess. It definitely right. doesn't involve nudity. All right, no. all right. Uh, I don't want to rule that out. Katie and Bill are wild. I tried to be like Sevon and snatch a hundred pound dumbbell, but I got scared after the 90. I understand. Hey, I'm, I, I only own up to a 60. I'm, I'm not there yet. So, um, but I have in my day snatched a 100. Many Bullshit. Is there a video of that? No, really? So that's good. I need to do that again. You, that would, that would impress you. I would love to impress yeah, you. Yeah. If you snatched a 100 pound dumbbell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Let the Back sausage up. feast begin. Oh, feast. I like that. That's way better than fest. That that's my imagination. Yeah. I actually just wild. had some hot Italian sausage. Yum. Um, Speaking of uh, sausage, a very senior person, one of the wisest in analytics, who actually has been on this show in the CrossFit space, sent me a text today. A little while ago, a few minutes ago. And he said, I like assholes. Douchebags are assholes without morals. You're an asshole. Said, well, well, thank you. I was, I, 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 Susan was on the thread. I was like, wow. I, it called him up. I'm like, that could be one of the nicest compliments I've ever gotten. <laughs> uh, I'd love to, I'd love to uh, announce. I'd love to do that. Uh, Vindicate is giving a free L1 away with the purchase of uh, one of the shirts on their website. Now is the time to go purchase. I don't think he, uh, is it just any shirt you can buy? You buy, you get entered, or does it have to be the one with the Greg Glassman quote? JR, what's that in your window? <laughs> oh, someone, someone just called. I answered. Dude, someone was what? calling from the UK and I answered. So oh, I move shit. What out is of the that, room? JR? So, so I move out of the room that has blinds and now everyone gives me earthquake big one big one big uh, one big one that's that's the question how how far uh georgiana brain <clears throat> really wow we have a brian friend and a georgiana brain how far is henniger's from round rock they have a ranch in texas a nice yes. one he's posted wow. tons of photos yeah. of it hold on i think that uh 
So what I was told is that tomorrow morning they're traveling. <clears throat> oh, can you hold that thought for JR sure. for a minute? Sorry. I, 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 sorry. I, I, I hate to interrupt you because who knows when you're going to start talking again. Um, uh, can we go to the Rich Froning podcast that um, JR and I did the other day? And, and can you pull up the comments and, and put them in the order of most frequent? I have a favor to ask you guys who are watching the show right now. There was a comment made on that. Not a favor because I'm not going to repay it. You have to repay a favor. Yes. Oh, so this isn't a favor. Just asking you to do something. Um, if, if you organize these in the order of most recent, you will see uh, newest. Okay, there we go. Um, you will see that there's James Hill from James Hill three hours ago. Constructive criticism. Don't have nobody lurkers on your podcast that go on two-minute rants and talk over your guests. I didn't click on the video to hear their takes. I clicked to hear from the guests <laughs> and from you. Mm, fucking lurkers. Hey, where's okay. Ben Smith? <laughs> so can can you hit the reply button? JR, that's about you, by the way. Yeah, yeah, gather that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you I, wrote, I responded, that's my homosexual, autistic, African-American, Jewish cousin cousin that i invite on the show for dei points you will probably burn in hell peace and love if you guys could go on there and explain to james hill that jr howell has no peer in the space none nobody and if he does they have not shown their head it, it that guy should be embarrassed oh he's talking about the danielle brandon episode I only thought about watching it because Jr. was on it. No, no, not the Daniel Brandon episode. He's talking about the, the show with Rich Froning. Uh, uh, Jr. asked a fucking great question. The comments light up, fucking, basically saying this show's nothing without Jr. And I can totally take that. I agree. Jr. fucking made that show. Um, uh, it was Rich Froning, then Jr. And I was a distant fucking third. It this was guy, rich, it was it was Rich's masculinity, then Rich, then you, then me. Thank you. <laughs> no, then you, then me. Uh, I, I would love to see you guys help James Hill understand the intelligence that JR has in his contribution to this show. And then I, at the end of the show, I'd like to read some of your comments to see how well you guys did at um, helping this guy uh, understand who JR is. Yeah, JR is the Gandalf of CrossFit. Thank you, Teddy. Gandalf the White, too. I don't know what that means, but that's what I'm talking about. You don't know what that means? All right. Well, that probably no one else does. And now I just look like a fucking racist, dude. Uh, yes, that's what I thought. Damn. All those trigger words, Sevon's account will get banned for that single comment. Uh, JR reading the Sevon live chat with his deep voice is the way the Sevon breaks into OnlyFans. Thank you. Yes. Has this guy even seen JR's shoulders? What a dumb fuck, Heidi Kroom. <laughs> look at Heidi. Look at Heidi. Good she point. can't even write. Put the U in in CK. <laughs> God, you're so square. You're such a Madison mom. Someone, someone posted. Uh, <laughs> someone posted an Instagram caption the other day. Someone well known, and they, it was like F C K I N G, and I was like, what? <laughs> fucking dude well maybe <laughs> I, maybe their thumb slipped or maybe that's just oh, like no millennial talk it was no? bullshit yeah whatever anyway it would i thought it would be fun if you guys went over there and helped james hill understand 
uh, that we're lucky when we get JR. JR is a busy man running. Uh, I, I invite him on the show often. He's a busy man. He prioritizes his gym and his kids always. He has no problem doing that to me. If you're on the phone with JR and you're in the middle of a conversation and one of his kids wakes up, he's like, got to go by kids. And yet when he's on the show, he gives his 100%. And I just thought, wow, this could be a really fun bit to have you guys go over there and explain to him. That guy obviously didn't listen to a word JR says said. Taylor, good to see you, buddy. I was excited to see you. Man, I miss you guys. I'm really jazzed up for this uh, weekend. And this it's going to be an incredible four days. Okay, uh, back to um, uh, Mr. Um, uh, uh, what's your name? Uh, J.R. Howell, Mr. Howell from Crash Crucible, Crash CrossFit. Uh, event number one, we were discussing, is it going to be at his ranch? And you started in on something. No, please tell me you didn't forget. No, I didn't forget. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I think they had a brief tonight. They were told that they needed to be there pretty early tomorrow morning and that their trek on a bus would be anywhere from one to two hours. And the great Brian friend sent me a map of what is about an hour away. Wow. Which is pretty cool. If Thank you, they Brian. Go there and might explain why media and spectators are not allowed. Okay. Can we pull up the, can we pull up the map? And and you point think, to Taylor's about to Taylor's about to get geeked. What? because well i just sent it i mean i i mean if that's i wouldn't i, I don't know i feel like <laughs> if that i feel like if that's actually their ranch don't pull up the fucking google maps bro for the no, show. no 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 not, not that it's their ranch just oh. that if they're if they're going to do some stuff there along endurance running with with or without weight with obstacles and stuff mixed in i think that'd be awesome i wish yeah, we could really watch cool. it be really cool. Um, it, it, I, I suspect it's a large ranch. We talked about it before. Bill does a lot of running there himself. I know guests who've been there, who've done the trail that Bill runs, and Bill's posted tons of pictures of the uh, gym there, of the kitchen. It's it, 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 it looks like it's a professional kitchen there. It's it's made to cook for shitloads of people. There are some ranches in Texas that are fucking unreal huge, like like millions of acres. Anyways, sorry. Sevon, did you read my email with the Google Docs instructions? Uh, no. <laughs> but, but not because uh, Mike the sauce. It's, it's not because I don't want to. I just haven't seen it yet. I got uh, my emails. Um, I haven't. I haven't looked today. We, we've tried that. Google. <laughs> but I will. But I will give it a try because you put in the effort. Um, what does this mean? Does self have his invasalagine? My invagulin. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else can you tell oh, us, Jr.? So, so one to two hour away bus ride. I guess that means it's one hour with no traffic, two hour with traffic. Do we know exactly what time they're meeting and where they're meeting? I think they're leaving at about seven a.m. Are they? Are all the athletes at the same hotel? No clue. I did see a video of Annie um, prepping, and she was, uh, it was like a 40 second video of, on the Rogue Invitational YouTube, I think, and she was swinging a bat that said Rogue on it, and she was dressed like a baseball player. So I'm guessing that might be the theme this year. I think it only means one thing, and that's that either event six or 10 is the softball toss. They're going to hit a ball baseball. off a tee for distance. That'd be hilarious. We would see some funny shit. Both right and left handed. No, you would see terrible. Oh, it'd be fucking so bad. 
Okay. Uh, so can we click on that picture? By the way, this show, we are going to get into looking at the exact uh, events. That's um, pretty cool. And discuss them. Uh, we'll be talking about the programming. Maybe Jason Hopper picked the wrong sport. He took the home run record on day one athlete check-in. Wow. He's got a pretty crappy swing, too. I'm surprised. God, he makes that bat look little. That's a crappy swing. He's got too much weight in his front foot. He doesn't sit back enough. Let's have Rich on. Talk about his swing. Oh, that was he lifted up his front foot there. There was a good transfer of back to back to front. I don't know. He watches some baseball. He might be all right. Ah, I see it. Okay. Uh, look, look. Can I see that picture of the crowd in the room? Uh, is, is that is, is that at their briefing? You think, Jer? Tonight, individuals were briefed about event one taking place tomorrow morning. They were told to report for the off-site event at 6.45 a.m. and to bring trail shoes. Once they arrive, they will receive workout details. Event one will be closed to spectators and to media. The Seven Podcast commented, let's go, Olivia Kerstetter. I concur. Can we pull up the picture of that map, that Google map that I sent? Do you even know what he's talking about, Souza? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, never mind. They won't. They won't let. Uh, Bruce Wayne says that sucks. I. They'll do a good job at getting information to us. They're gonna. They're gonna do a good job. Some. Something will be there. We'll get something. Maybe it'll be from Rogue's uh, Instagram. If you're not, uh, you know, following Rogue and Rogue, I think Rogue Invitational has their own Instagram account. And uh, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be getting something. They don't. They don't. They don't go light on the media. Bill and Katie aren't going to put this event on and just let it be um, not seen. Or maybe it'll be something that comes out in post. Nah, nah, we'll get, we'll get some insights there. I wonder, I wonder if in the briefing they're told that they can't stream from there. The athletes? Yeah. I wonder what, what type of social media roles, um, rules that they have. Don't bring your phones. Uh, Cody Wilson. Uh, I don't know where else he saw the other athletes swinging, but Hopper Swing was miles better than the other athletes i'd like to see daniel brandon swing it i i believe that it's so i bet you take the 40 of the crossfit games athletes and have them participate in a bald sport or a field sport and it would be like the softball toss <laughs> Sevon, how are you covering the rogue event the same way we cover everything we wing it but um, the uh, jr and taylor will be on site so will brian friend myself and hiller and uh, will be uh, and John Young will also be on site uh, in the spectator section, um, and we will be uh, myself and Hiller and uh, maybe Tyler Watkins will be running the desk here, and Matt Souza uh, will be talking before every event and after every event. Okay. So what are we looking at? What's that red dot, Jr? It's a good question because that's not the picture that I sent. That's ah, Del, that's Dell Diamond. Ah, is that is that the venue? That's the venue. And then yep. if you zoom out, zoom out, Souza, and then scroll up just past this body of water up to the north. Keep going. Keep going. Yep. Keep going. Uh, do you see something? Do you see any Fort Hood? No, you got to probably zoom out even more. Look up Fort Hood from Dell Diamond. That's what I would Google search. Why do we think Fort Hood? Because it's within an hour from the venue. And is that where it could his ranch be, is? Could be like a Camp Pendleton type. No, no, no. Just like a like a like a place for them to do some kind of military 
Um, that's the screenshot. That's the shot Brian sent you. The the pin is in Fort Hood. Um, Sousa just dropped a bead of sweat. Strictly off speculation. His, like off his that, that, that that just could be where they're going. But also too, you probably have to drive an hour or two just to get an elevation change. <laughs> well, perfect. A lot of military. So many are. That's funny. Uh good night, guys. I'll definitely going this time. Uh catch you in the chat tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks, John. Yawn? John. Yeah. Uh Fort Hood's an army base. Awesome. Thank you, Will. Uh, is it an active army base? It's there, yeah. there's dudes still there. Okay. That means it has to be some sort of ruck from Will Plummer. Uh, what what do you think, Jared? What what's your guess? I, I would think just probably just a long monostructural ruck, a long cuck. I would say with uh with weight with a pack. Right. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they they've done a ruck several times why i mean they may i think that's a safe prediction but i wouldn't be surprised if they did it without that if it's also, a long trail run yeah and i also wouldn't be surprised if they did go to fort hood and they had a long run with some obstacle in it that would be really cool i'm gonna type in here uh fort hood texas obstacle yeah let's check this out that whatever they oh that's oh a, remember when they had the uh fucking the ski and uh, shooting event, the ski biathlon in 20, mm-hmm. was that 2018? Uh, it was I, in, I, it was in person. Annie Thor's daughter did really well for the women. I remember that. I can't remember much other than that. I think Matt maybe won that event for the men. It must've been 2018. The first rogue invitational, they shot the air guns or 20. Yeah. I believe it was air guns. There's okay. no way they let these fucking idiots shoot. <laughs> there's no way dude that'd be awesome but no too much like oh my god oh that confidence course looks cool that thing yeah. that ladder that goes up and then down right yeah. man texas i cannot wait um if it's a run um is that just in the bag for uh laura horvat it's a done deal i think gabby would probably be the favorite on that no kidding what has she done that makes you say that? Do you, know who, do you know who won the Capitol at the games this year? Uh, Haley Adams. No. I know. She got stuck on the steps. Um, no. Was it Gabby Magawa? Yep. Yeah. A total, totally different event. And with Haley and Tia not in the field and uh, Christy Aramo and anyone else, a perennial great runner like Sam Briggs, there are none of those. So I, I think someone like Gabby would be but that event wasn't one on the run, was it? No, I don't think so. I mean, it was a long. No, nah, but it was just a, it was a, it was a big chunk of running. Maybe if it wasn't, maybe it's better to say it. It wasn't lost on the run. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Oh, video of her running with the sandbag. Yeah, she's winning this event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really when when is isn't that one one of Laura's? What about the other run events? What about the event that they had in the stadium that year where you had to do the snatches or the cleans? They did the cleans and then you had to run. Uh, in Madison, not in the stadium, but there was at one of the venues there. Remember, they ran outside. They changed the length of the run. Yeah, that was in twenty twenty one. They ended up. Ended Who won up being... that between Laura and Gabby? 
Well, that's a good question because that was more about could you hit the load once you got to the weight? Not and then and just then a straight and, run. And then and then what about that event? Wasn't there an event where they had to do like fifty of something and then run and then do toes to bar? And yeah, then cross I, the finish line. I, toes mean, to bar, uh, mile and a half run, toes to bar, mile and a half run. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think it was uh Emily Rolf who won that event. And she's also not at Rogue. It, and who took second between Gabby and Laura? We don't know. This is a Brian Friend question. Can it we is. pull up? I want to let's pull up the athlete field and then the workouts. We got if John if John's listening, he'll probably know. John right Young. Off the bat, who won between the two of them? Yeah. John Young, whose poster do you have in your wall? Laura Horvath or Gabby Megala? And uh and who do you have in second in this event, uh Jer? Hmm. Daniel Brandon's got some wheels. You like her for shorter distances? Yeah, I like her for more for short runs. I mean, she did really good the back mile. There was a lot going on in that workout. This is a this is just if this is just a trail run, then you kind of have to go with the people who are just the mo- most aerobic. Oh, then let me throw this out there. Uh uh how about uh Ellie Turner? No. But she can run. Don't don't go by the way that she can run. I guess she, we'll find out. I think probably Gabby Magala and Laura in one and two in either order. And I think more so they are both really good aerobically, but I think they're also very mentally tough. And to a point when you get in a long run like that, it's very mental, especially with a rock, especially on a trail. Can we see the list of the female athletes, Matt? I think historically, historically Ellie Turner, Turner is not the runner that Gabby and Laura is or are. I, I I was just crazy impressed by her running at the games and at and at the and at the semifinals. So to, so on event ten in twenty twenty one, Gabby was seventh, and Laura was fifteen. Oh, oh no shit. Okay, all right. The run toast bar. Fair. Okay. I don't think there. This guy asked, "What if it's not a trail run? What if it's mountain biking?" I highly doubt they're gonna bike twice. I doubt they're gonna echo bike and then ride a mountain bike i don't think i also don't think that's brilliant though taylor because um they've built a bike manufacturing plant in the united states i think i think wow. rogue is is making bikes in the united states they might be one of the only people well that'd be really cool if they i don't think it would be a single modality bike i think they'd run and bike and something else yeah um what about Kerstetter? by the way we won't be predicting the other events just event one and then we'll be actually talking about the programming for the rest of the show um but what about emma lawson and olivia Kerstetter? i don't think either of them i don't know enough about emma lawson's running i don't think Kerstetter is at the top of the pack running wise she's amazing at crossfit and really strong but who's going to take last I think Ariel alone would surprise everyone on the run. Yeah, she's solid pretty much all around. I think she'll do well. And I think Annie is still someone that can, we'll talk uh, about it, but finish top 10 on everything. I mean, I don't think that she's going to do poorly on anything. Scroll down a little uh, on the women's field. I'm just trying to see all the women. I don't know anything about Bailey Rogers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a ruck. I don't think Amanda Barnhart does poorly. Emma Lawson was 11th on the Capitol, and that's really the only thing from the games this past year with a longer run. To Did really she compete of. at the West Coast Classic last year? 
Emma Lawson? No. Yeah. The first year? No. Okay. All right. Uh, who do you got, Taylor? Who do you got winning this? Are you going with Gabby? Winning this theoretical event that we just came up with? Yep. Yep. Probably this running event? This ruck run? <laughs> who do you say? Gabby. Gabby. Okay. I'm going with Laura. Good choice. If you and if you if you go to Barbend and pull up that Alexis article, Pratt, that, this does really well too. But I'll show. Yeah, up. that's a good that's a good call too. Pull up that article Brian wrote today. It's got some um, maybe people to watch out for dark horses stuff like that. Short explanations on it for for event one for all of them. <laughs> okay, we're, but we'll just look at event one. Yeah, and then we'll and then we'll get into the programming. Uh, Matt, um, will you pull up the men? If, if anyone wants to dig into this deeper, the article is on Barbend, barbend.com. Uh, Brian Friend wrote it today, and I think he does, gives predictions for all of the events based on what um, he knows. Okay, let's say it's a ruck run. Let's say it's at Fort Hood. Who wins it here? Oh, we all know who wins this. Easily. Really? Yeah. I would say I would say Roman. Uh, I don't know. No. Chandler. Chandler's... I think up there too. He oh, won come on, guys! <clears throat> come on, guys! I mean, Ricky's a great runner. Yes, running. Yeah, but here's the deal: running a long distance body weight and running a long distance with 50 pounds. If they load you up on a ruck, are two completely different things. So different. I don't think Roman does poorly. He's a big guy, but I think Chandler probably surprised a lot of people. They do so much fucking rucking in the army. I, I, I don't I don't think Roman does badly either. I think it's either Roman or Ricky, but I think Ricky's got this. Hmm. I and think Ricky's that, a better runner without a doubt. I don't know. Then, I don't know if, enough about either of them to call him on the ruck. What about Hopper? How's Hopper do with the ruck? How's he, he should, running? He, he should do well in this. If what we think is going to come out comes out. And I guess we won't really know until either Rogue makes an announcement or the workout's over and then they let people post about it. I think that soon as they tell the athletes, the second it comes out of the dude's mouth, there's someone there who hits post. And we find out. Uh, any clues on on Bill's on Bill's uh, Instagram or on uh, Rogue Invitational Instagram? No, I haven't seen any on event one. Lazar is actually a really good runner too. Oh, good point. Nick Matthew is not, from what I understand about him, at the top of that pack in running. I'm okay. not calling him a bad runner. I'm a bad runner. It's fine. Looking through here. All right. Let's go take a peek um, at the workouts and start digging in. Oh, they got tons of stuff on the Rogue Invitational Instagram. Tons of people with bats. Do they even have bats in uh, from where, where Roman's from? Oh, shit. Roman's lassoing. <clears throat> this, is their, uh, this is their story. Are those Yeti bags? Oh, those are go rucks. That, yeah, that was all go ruck, and so they're all getting outfitted with uh, go ruck bags there. So, would would they would they ride would they ride with the ruck? No. A a bicycle? Yeah, you for sure could. Would it make any sense? I mean, they wouldn't just bike with a ruck. Oh, hey. Oh, that's affluent. Cool. Affluent people like you never had to ride their bike to school, did they? I rode, I, I rode, I rode my to bike to pick up weed. Hey, 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 he wasn't talking to you. He said bro. affluent. 
a little wheeling pot buyer on my bicycle. Delivered some weed on there. Oh, I know her. Yeah, look at asking for the crowd to. Nice, nice, Danielle. What's what crowd? Oh, oh whatever that, crowd. That, Who cares? Oh. You know that people clapped. <laughs> people clapped. <laughs> I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> whistled. They whistled. All right. Let's go, uh, Susan. Let's go over and take a look at um, the events and start digging in here. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you, Jesse. Affluent is people is only something affluent people say. Taylor riding his bike with the sack. Yes. The 60 sack, the quarter sack, the eighth sack. Wow. Savon. Yes. What, what yes. sack do you have in that? Uh, office? Yes. I have the big sack. Is that the, the ounce? Sack. Is that the O oh. sack? Oh yes. That's the two O sack. Wow. Uh, on Friday morning, Pacific Standard Time, so uh, 1.10 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, they will begin uh, an event called Ski Bar. 20 bar muscle-ups, 40 cal on the ski erg, 80 GHD, 40 cal ski erg, 20 bar muscle-ups. Have at it, gentlemen. You like it? Is this typical rogue? Dope. Uh, I mean, Josh, do we know for certain that Josh Bridge is programmed? Josh and Chris. He, they nailed it. And Katie. They nailed it. And Katie also nailed it. How come? I, I love the workout. I mean, it's going to be an assault on the midline. I think the first set of bar, 20 bar muscle ups is going to lure some athletes into taking a big chunk. And then the last 20 are going to show you who's good at bar muscle ups. And of the released workouts, just the ones that we know. So not counting event one. And then obviously six and 10, this is the only workout without a weightlifting element, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool to look at. If there's going to be another one, or is this going to be the only one that lacks some kind of object moving? Uh, uh, t- uh, Taylor, what was the second point you said? You said it's an assault on the midline. Then you said something else. It would show who's good at bar muscle ups. I think the people who do, you're not going to do well in this event. If you're not the top of the pack in bar muscle ups doing 20 after 80 GHDs and 80 calories on the skiered and a 20 to start. I mean, I almost think the 20 to start are not necessarily too relevant. They make the workout really pretty, but the workout is the 40 ski, 80 GHD, 40 ski, and then the back 20 bar muscle ups for sure. And explain to me why it's an assault on the, looking at the movements, why it's an assault on the midline. Skiing and the GHD is a really similar movement pattern, hinging at the hip uh, and using the core. And then you're hanging on to the skier handles the whole time for those 80 calories. You're going to make the bar muscle ups hard, but you need your core to kip and get over the bar for the bar muscle up too. It's a ton of midline. So the skier is basically just a crunch. You're just, you're crunching down that you're, you're activating your core. Ish. Ish. I would say it's more hip flexor than, than abdominal base, but when you mix it with the GHC, GHD is really hip flexor dominant too, if you do them correctly. And then you need that that hip flexor to kip on the bar muscle up. You, yeah. Nasty. Uh, okay. Uh, any, anything else you guys want to add to this? How, how, what are the fastest times we're going to see on here? Mm, I mean, I would say with transitions, this is pretty generous, but one minute, two minute, three minute, two minute, one minute. But people people should be able to do that faster. The 80 GHDs for the people that do it unbroken are definitely going to be faster than three minutes. But I don't know how many people will be able to do that. Patrick Clark thinks mayhem athletes are going to win this. Do you want to take the over-under on that? Because I don't think they have a chance with the field that's there. Uh, I think actually someone like Noah or Saxon has a really good chance to crush this. I think Pat or Justin win this event. And I don't think it's – and potentially Ricky. 
I don't know how good he is on the GHC. I know he's good at bar muscle ups and monostructural, but I think Pat, Justin, and Ricky are the top picks for this workout. Oh shit, we're just going into predictions. And Sorry, I, do I can't help myself. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Clark dropped it's fine. a fucking bomb. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Wrong. Yeah, and I do agree with Taylor that the back half bar muscle ups are going to separate some people, but it, I don't think there's going to be too much movement on either ski. But I, like, what I would ask Taylor is if you have someone that is fast at GHDs, like he is, comparatively to someone who goes slow and steady, you could make up 15 reps on them on the GHD. So Close I think I think that's where all the separation is going to be in that workout. And I think Justin Medeiros is probably the best in the field at GHD sit-ups. Um, uh, so what's the total time? I didn't do the math when you said that. Will you say it one more time a little bit slower, JR? What, what, like what's it? I mean, roughly 20 unbroken bar muscle ups doesn't take a minute, but let's just say a minute for the bar muscle ups. Two minutes is a two minutes is like a 1300 on the ski. So not anything that any of those athletes can't do 80 GHDs. Let's say they break once. That's about three minutes with transition and then two minutes, one minute again. So if you go off of that, you're looking at nine. I would say the fastest times are what Taylor eight and a half. Uh, I think there are some athletes that are probably right, uh, depending on how long the transitions are, but I think there will be some athletes that crack sub eight. Brandon Waddell. Wow, he changed his uh, picture again. Uh, don't sleep on Saxon either. Uh, Rich is gr- uh, Mike Halpin. Rich is great. Oh, Mike's changed his look up a little bit. Saxon's Rich not is- a mayhem athlete. You can't change your pick. Rich is great at GHDs and does a lot. That doesn't mean all mayhem athletes not in Cookville is doing two hundred a week. Uh, anything else you want to say about this workout? Good way to start uh, that. I would just say it's one of two up and back chippers and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, event number three. So we know event three. Okay. Event three uh, is called the back attack. And it's uh, back squats from the rack, 405 pounds, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then box jump overs, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5 to a 24-inch box. Uh, so it's it, it's it's five back squats and 25 back box jump overs. You go back and forth? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, time domain for this one? Do, do, they, don't, they, don't, they don't tell us if there's a cap on these, huh? No fucking idea. Time domain on this workout. It is so dependent on the athlete. And I also have questions here about the box jump over. Yeah. Well, me and Taylor kind of talked about this too. If if they're regular box jump over and you have to touch the top of the box and you're able to bound, that makes all 75 of those reps really, really fast. And it makes everything in the workout depending on, d- dependent on squat speed for a lot of those guys. And if it's not and you have to clear the box in the air, that kind of balances the workout a little bit more and it gives a little bit more back and forth to the people that may be able to move through the box jump overs faster, but squat slower. So until we know that detail, I think it's hard. I think with, with a standard box jump over where you just touch the top of the box and bound on either side, that moves, makes the workout maybe, I don't know, two minutes faster. 275 for the women and a 20 inch box for the, uh, uh, for the women. I'm not understanding the, the, give me a couple examples of the different kind of, but when it's, when you see box jump over, explain so, that to me again, the two different, are there two different kinds or three different what, kinds? What or? he's talking about is if they standardize not being able to touch the top of the box. So they have to jump all the way over or okay. if they can bounce off the top of the box and rebound, which is way quicker. 
Yeah, or you know or if they did it the way they required you this year in the open and they made you do step, step down, down. Yeah. which is a lot more demanding on the legs and it's a slower movement. And and so you would step would the step down would be the only one that wouldn't be an over what well, would you step down on the other side of the box? Yeah, well, they yeah. would say you couldn't rebound, but you had to step off the box. And in that case, like in the open, they said you could clear the box in the air if you wanted to, but no one did. Does every um, does can every guy in the uh, in the roster squat four hundred five back squat four hundred five? Yeah, yeah. Can every guy in the roster back squat four hundred five for a set of five to start the workout? I don't I, think. I don't know. Some may break on purpose, but I think all of yeah. them can. Can we can we see the uh, can we see the roster again, Souza for for the for the men? It, um, what 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 do you think the uh, the weakest um, max back squat is in this group of dudes here? Probably around four forty. Yeah, we, okay. I was going to say four fifty. So yeah, right around there. Okay, and and, and what about some of the un like? Are you familiar Jorge Hernandez? He he's just crossed over into. Uh, he does not have a weak back squat. I think no, he, he I think he front squatted 400 at the games this year on a team. Okay. And uh what about Lazar Jukic? I mean, he's probably around 460 between that and 500. <clears throat> and then someone like Nick Matthew or Jeffrey Adler um, and Jack Farlow, they just they're racing. Yeah, Nick <laughs> Matthew's got a great squat. So Chandler too though. Ch- Chandler too? Yeah. Um, of those guys, so it, where is this one won or lost? Is it the is it the back squat or the box jump over? Back squat, without a doubt. Speed, cycle speed. Back squat, and, and I have another question about this one. I mean, if they're going from the rack and they fail and they bail, what do they have to do? do does their judge get to help them um, strip, and do they have to strip the weight, get it back into the rack, and then load it back to four hundred five? That's what I would imagine. Do they assign every athlete a strongman competitor and they get to just clean it up there for them? <laughs> how, how are they doing it? Because you know people will. They're pushing the pace. People will yeah. fail a rep. They might have a spare bar and a rack in front of them. I don't know. Uh, how about Yanikoski on the back squat? I don't think he'll struggle with 405. Uh, Tetlow, really short range of motion. In strong squatter. Strong squatter. Who who is the, who is going to be the fastest squatter there? Probably Nick Matthew. Yeah, I would say him or Adler. Just Jack Farlow is really strong. Okay, so uh, four hundred five, two seventy five, one or lost on the back squat. Let's take a look at the women. Is two? What what do you think the uh, the weakest woman's back squat is in in the in the herd? I, I mm, what three hundred Taylor? Uh I don't know. I I I'm reluctant to go even that high. No shit. So you think we may see some people that can't squat it at all? No, I think they're. I think everyone there can squat it, but I think we're going to see. I don't know what the time cap's going to be, but I would be really surprised if we didn't see a lot of athletes time cap. I don't think they're going to give a big enough cap for this workout to allow most people to finish kind of like the mule in the first iteration when they first did it time cap was super tight. Um, I would not, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a half the field capped on the workout in both the men's and women's field and not because of strength, but because of confidence and able to move that bar consistently in a short time period. 
everyone there is going to be able to squat the weight, but are they squatting it for singles and taking big rests? I think Danielle Brandon kills this. I think they're both in her wheelhouse. Do you remember her the final workout at the games? No. The second to last workout. Se- sorry, second to oh. last. Oh, what was it? It was a heavy workout, and she did very poorly. Ah. I do remember seeing her jump over a box, though, and she got box jumping skills. I don't think she's the strongest squatter. She typically tends to power, and I'm not sure if that's due to injury or because she's not a strong squatter. Super su- uh, light on the reps, though. Really light on the reps. What do you mean? It's five, four, three, two, one. Nine. I mean, it's, yeah, but the vault, the, the, the loading is that's, I mean, I don't know that we've ever seen a 405, 275 back squatting competition. So they they're breaking ground. Have we seen that? The only other time I can remember seeing a back squat from a rack in, in a Metcon was in a 2019 sanctional. Someone in the comments going to know it. It was one of the ones in Europe and it was bar muscle up back squat from the floor. And I believe the weight was like 210. It was from 21, the floor? 21.15.9, yes. Not from the rack? No. At there was half, a, there was at, a back squat the from weight. the floor at the CrossFit Games. Uh, what was it? It was a back squat burpee, overhead squat burpee, front squat burpee. With the ring handstand push-up? Yeah. So that the separator. Does that work yeah, out? Yeah, so that's the only times I can remember back squat being from the and being just in a Metcon in a Metcon. So, yeah. So people just clean it and then just jerk it up over their head real quick. Yeah. But it's a lot right. lighter than four Oh five. They're not taking four Oh five. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. This is a sick, uh, this is a sick workout. Uh, didn't Ariel say she PR at 275? I know she said that her deadlift was three fifteen. She'd PR that recently. I well, don't remember her talking about her back squat. If her back squat PR is 275, then we can potentially assume that there are a few athletes in the field who are probably around there and that there's going to be half the people cap, depending on the cap. Uh, what about Kerstetter? She is strong as shit, and I don't yeah. know what her back squat is, but unbelievably strong. Word. Okay. Uh, anything else on this workout? It's going to be won or lost on the back squat, so we think event number three, back yeah, attack. I, I fucking love it. JR, me and JR said this on the phone earlier. And he's like, that's how you test strength in a fucking workout. Awesome. Oh, and, and, and why is that? You, you just like, you like the big numbers? No, uh, I like it's an, it's, it's a back squat and a workout. I, it's just f- so fucking cool. And it's not like a 225 back squat, which is irrelevant. It's 405, 275. They are standardizing a weight that a lot of people are really nervous about. And that's fucking cool. It's not this, you know, vague or general one rep max lift and people who can't lift anything you know do poorly and people who can lift a lot do well it's you've all got to lift this weight and who can move it the fastest wins and it's crossfit but it's heavy it tests strength why why don't we see back squats in more events heavy back squats in crossfit events i don't know no one's got the balls that rogue does i love this this workout is fucking so cool is it balls what's the risk jr why people not being able to do it yeah, yeah, I think, I think too much equipment, people, risky. What do you mean by balls? No, I, I think it's it's not as as aesthetically pleasing to watch someone fail a weight and then have to struggle to even get it back up to the rack to start again. But I think what Taylor's saying and what I've said several times before is that you don't have to always test strength in a rested state, and you can test it like this with something else involved, but it's still going to show who the strongest people are. So like in this workout, we have 10 scored events. So you you have a place for heavy workouts and a one rep max if you choose to. But if they didn't even have the one rep max here, 
I would still say this was a well-rounded test and that this is the strength workout of the 10. There's other heavy, heavy elements in other workouts as well. And because they have the one rep max log lift, I think it's safer to assume that that first event has the potential to be single modality as well. And if not, it's going to be heavy on the monostructural. And we haven't finished day one yet, but when we get done with our day two, technically, but man, people are going to feel that for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> oh my God. People are going to feel <laughs> event one. And yeah, it's a, uh... It's going to be nasty. I was going to ask you something. It, it slipped my mind about that back squat, about it being 405. Not, I mean, not, before, oh, 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 depth. I mean, uh, are we going to see I mean, any issues with depth here? How bad is a no rep here? Does a no rep here really, is that just yeah, no horrible? Fucks you for sure. But I don't, to me on a, like a max lift, I, I, I don't ever have an issue with depth, but for me, I see the biggest issues on depth at least in the elite athlete when they're at a lighter loading and trying to go really fast and they're trying to control the range of motion. A lot of for the really, really strong athletes, males and females, I think what you might see is people flirting with the opening the hip at the top to try to drop Mm. faster versus depth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But and you're also going to see the stretch reflex utilized so much. And so it's going to be very clear that they don't have an issue with depth. People are going to be bouncing out of the bottom a little bit. Uh, Jared Gray, Jared Graybill said event one was a trail run. I, I'm morning chalk up. Not sure if he has insider info. I think that's just because they were asked to bring trail running shoes. Mm. Uh, John Young, uh, Susan, could you bring up the weather report? Have you all talked about the rain on Friday yet? What city? It's in Austin. Actually, I can do it, Susan, too, if you want to keep this up um, so you don't have to go back and forth. Austin uh, weather. Uh, Friday. Rain. Interesting. Sure, they'll be okay. If they can build a fucking hill, they can probably drape a tarp over the event. Yeah. Uh, 10-day forecast for Austin. Uh, 11-mile-an-hour winds, thunderstorms, 98% chance. (laughs) How come Hunter, the sheriff, is not invited to the Rogue Invitational? Because not even the 21st best CrossFit athlete in the world is invited, and he would get his ass clapped. (laughs) <laughs> be nice to hunter i or uh, i had a nice talk with hunter today he's a cool guy he's a badass uh it's isn't this an opportunity to showcase people from other modal no 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 it's it's, it, no, yeah. no 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 this isn't fucking only fans where everyone can just participate this is the rogue invitational uh okay uh gentlemen anything else here on this one uh that that looks like it could be done uh in the rain Okay, let's move on to event four. So hold one more second. Could we just is could could someone like Danny Spiegel be just so far ahead of the pack in that one? Like, have you seen anyone? Is there anyone you think is just going to blow everyone everyone away in that workout in event number three on the women's side? Yeah, I don't think Danny Spiegel is it again because it appeared that at the games this year she had an issue squatting heavy. Um, she's extremely powerful. I would say it's, I would say it's, it's Danny or Amanda. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not Danny or Amanda. I would say maybe Mal or Amanda. Wow. Mal's, Mal's not going to be gonna Sorry. Be what am I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I wow. was just, I just I'm like, wait dumb. a second. How is she going to do that? <laughs> uh, I think this, this is what I think too. 
Ellie. I think this. Yeah, I think Dan- Danny, Ellie, Amanda. Yeah, those are good. Laura. Laura will do well. Horvath is a really good squatter. Yeah, Mal's going to be doing it at home, and it will be on the big <laughs> screen, Javier. I'll go kill myself, Javier. Sorry. I wonder what those girls think who didn't uh, didn't do this. You know, something to bring up here. Um, I heard uh, Ricky say that he's going to do this event and the Down Under event. He's doing both, which is interesting because I thought Tia didn't do this event because she was doing the Down Under event. I just, for some reason, I assumed they were on the same weekend, but I guess they're not. Uh, Jeremy Eat World, sorry I'm late. I just finished dragging my ass off the floor from today's SMTP training. Damn you, Taylor. Looking forward to this event the most. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this event, too. I haven't looked this closely at the events, but this one's going to be killer. And uh, and JR brings up a good point. It'll be interesting to see what they do when someone fails. What do you think is going to happen? You think that they're going to have to take the weights off and put the bar back, or there'll be someone there to assist them to get it back on the rack? No, I think the athlete will have to do it. Yeah. Wow. So you're toast. If you fail, you're toast. <laughs> right? If you yeah, fail, you're, I'm you're done. Comment, yeah, if you fail, you're not winning the event for sure. I don't think oh, you're, you're you're in last. You're in the bottom three. You're you're there's no way if you fail, there's no way you're beating someone who doesn't fail. I bet five guys fail. Wow. A rep. And I bet even more get capped. Yeah, I mean, if and if the rain is there, like if the rain is there, like it's forecasted to be, I, I don't really see them squatting on a platform with four hundred five and two seventy five, and I don't know if I see him jumping. Mm. Yeah, is is Andre Houdet there? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Houdet would probably do good at this too. Okay, uh, event number four, DT with a spin. I do remember DT very well. It's the CrossFit Games. I remember Sam. I think it was Sam Sam Quant. That was maybe his rookie year. I saw him destroyed this. He won double DT. Double DT. Okay. Uh, is this identical to DT, but just with the 15 cal echo bike? Yeah, same, same, but different. Same, same, but the weights are the same. The reps are the same. Right. Yeah, it's the exact same workout. You've just got 15 cal echo bike in front of each round. Uh, you guys like it? I've seen it. Yeah, I like it. I've seen a lot of I've seen workouts similar to it, but I love it. Yeah, I think it's good. I think like a lot of these workouts, there there's there's going to be a sneaky grip element to it for the guys that are really trying to get after it and race and go unbroken. Um, because if you bike aggressively, there's there's a lot of grip there involved. Um, I mean, me and Taylor can talk about it. It's gonna again. It's like kind of like the that event two time domain wise. It's sub ten. It's probably somewhere between eight and a half and 10 minutes. If you EMOM the bike and the round of DT, that's a 10 minute workout. And these guys are going to be biking harder than that. Were you at that event in 2020 in Myrtle beach? Uh, they no. are. Oh, they had a workout that was similar to this. It reminded me of this, uh, but I uh, think it was 12 deadlifts, nine front squats, six shoulder overhead. Does Quant win this? Is he here at this event? Yeah, he's there. No, he Is does he- not win that. Taylor, what do you think on this kind of a workout? You think you think it's more going to be about the actual cycle speed per rep on the 60, 45, and 30 reps more than anything else? I think the bike matters. I th- 60 calories on the bike slow in a workout like this or at a moderate pace is three minutes and 60 calories. 75, on the bike. 75. 
sorry, 75. Yeah, wow. Uh, probably three and a half then. And then yeah, I think, I think after round three, the bike's going to really either start falling off for people or the people that really know themselves and know how to pace it properly. That's where they're going to start to, to yeah. make some ground up. On the I, bike? Yeah, I think the bike sure. is probably a, a bit more. I, I don't, the, there's no part of the workout that's unimportant, but none of these guys are going to cycle 155 slow. I think there are going to be some guys that cycle 155 a bit too fast for their capacity on the bike and go slow on the bike. And there are going to be guys who can cycle the bar fast and go really fast on the bike. Of those lifts, it, it, is it the hang power clean where, where you'll feel the bike the most? Uh, it's probably your last couple hang power cleans in the shoulder overhead where you're going to feel that bike. Uh-oh. Yeah, like that. So, so something else too. You look at the from the female side. One, they have them doing 15, which I love. They're 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 not scaling the calories for them, but we kind of all come to the realization that when there's barbell centric workouts program, the females tend to do a lot better as in they go a lot faster than the guys. I think at any one, daughter's daughter will smash this workout at a one fifty five, one Oh five. So <clears throat> if they're doing the same amount of calories as the guys, the bike matters. W- I would say way more for the females than for the males. They're doing this same 75. Uh, and, and where does this play into the day one in terms of the fatigue of the athletes? How are the bodies feeling now? What about the, the, the workout or are they feeling their midline like you were talking about earlier i think they'll be feeling their legs more than their midline at this point i don't think there's a ton of hinging going into this workout nor a ton of overhead without knowing what event one is um i don't know i think of the events announced on day one this is probably i think this one probably hurts the most metabolically I think event one is probably the most muscle fatigue event. Sorry. Yeah. Event two is the most muscle fatigue event. Three is going to be probably more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to feel for athletes that can hit that fast. Um, We know all the events up to this point, except for a one. I mean, I think no, it's safe to say except, for, except for six three and six and 10 are not announced. No, no, we know three. We just did three. Go scroll no. back down. Nope. Six three events, three three events total. Event six and event ten, we do not know, and then event one. Right. Sorry. Sorry. What I meant is, we know all the events on day two, on day two. Taylor. Two, yes. Two, three, yeah. and four. Two, three, and four. And, and and I think it's very safe to assume that event one's a run. Trail running shoes. I think so. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Safe to assume. You willing to bet the bank on it? I don't have much of a bank, but sure. Uh, with the with the um, with the females, um, one hundred five, they'll be doing it faster. So you think that the top female times will be faster than the men time on this? No, I don't think that because they have to do the same amount of calories. Oh, okay, right, okay. So I think it, that. I think it, I think it levels it out a little bit more, and the times are probably going to be pretty similar. No time caps or event breakdown logistics seen so far. I think Annie or Ellie Turner probably take this event for the women. Ellie's really good on the bike and a monster on the barbell. Ellie Turner and who else? Who'd you say? Annie Thor's daughter. And the reason I said Annie was her old school DT time doing it unbroken and just flying. And she's also a bigger gal. It's going to hammer the bike. Laura too. I don't know. I think Laura, Annie and Ellie are probably the top three on this workout. It's going to be a great competition. Okay. Uh, anything else on this one? No, great workout. Another great workout. And it fits in so far. You like you guys like everything you're seeing. It fits in. Everything's being touched on. 
Yeah, it's good. I mean, you'll probably, if it is a trail run, you'll have some general leg fatigue, quads, hamstrings, low back, everything. And then this is the first workout with a, with a hinge from the floor. And you have 60 hinging deadlifts and then you have the 45 hang cleans. So yeah, we're, we're starting to now move into the next day of seeing some of those same movement patterns repeated. So I think it's a good way to finish the day. Patrick Clark, Olivia Kerstetter as well. I appreciate that. I never want to forget her. Uh, could, could this be her um, coming out? Could she win an event here? If she was going to win an event up to this point, is this the one for Olivia? Mm, yeah, yeah, this is the back squad. I, I would say should both be good for her. But this one, I mean, and Taylor will probably agree, this is going to be a lot more just about base capacity once they get into the rounds four and five, not yeah. going to be about strength. It's not. I don't think this is a strength workout at all. You read DT and you think barbell, 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 but it's 155 for these guys, and that is so light. I think more than anything, this workout's going to feel like Helen. It's just like a, it's that Helen type of stimulus. Alrighty. Uh, five event five. So now we are moving to Saturday. They don't ever have to start bright and early. The turtle, uh, 10 AM central time. The turtle. Okay. So right off the bat, they go with the axle bar. I guess it's a lunge. Their grips are toast now, right? From that DT? Their grips, toes from DT and the bar muscle up workout. But 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 this is no big deal that it's axle bar because they're gonna be resting it on their shoulders anyway, right? No grip issue. No, that, that well, well that's I mean that's a good question. And and monkey I mean, bar I, traverse. I mean, I have questions about the back squat workout, just details. This one we have the most questions on. We have no distances for the lunge. <laughs> we have no distances for the traverse, and we have no distances for for the bag pull, which is cool. And it, it, it can lead into a lot of cool conversations like, is it going to be an overhead lunge? Is it going to be a front rack lunge? Is it going to be um, no, an unbroken? Is it going to be an unbroken requirement for you to do the distance unbroken on the lunge, for you to do the monkey bars unbroken every bar, time? Yeah. All that kind of stuff is, is cool. And I think maybe the coolest thing about it is the last workout on Friday, the prescribed weights are the same as the first workout on Saturday. Uh, and the bag pull is the same weight as the axle bar, which is just cool that they figured out a way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. It would be interesting to see if they pull this bag up that hill. It's AstroTurf, right? Yeah, it would be cool if you let go of the bag if it slid down. Do you remember <laughs> last year uh, when they did the <clears throat> hill run workout with the GORUCK? Um, they, they carried implements down the length of play before they got to the hill and then they just ran up the hill. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that here. I could just see, I don't know. I, and, I don't, I'm not sure that athletes are going to be pulling anything up the hill. I was going to say this graphic here is a little bit different than the actual Instagram post with the workouts on rogue invitational, because in that one, it says hill run backslash bag pull. Bag pull. Yep. So like, backslash. are they going to run the hill and then Hold reverse the drag something yeah. and just do that every time. Or, or is, it an, is it an actual dragging a bag up a hill? You know, it's a little different. Uh, <clears throat> let me see where that's at. Help if you me, like a picture of Annie. Annie, yeah. Yep. It's like the third slide, I right. guess. Yep. Click oh. over. Arrow. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, hey, I don't see it. Uh, back over. attack, okay. Yep. You Turtle. see... Hill run slash bag pull. So it's a, it's a little bit different the way it reads 
versus just reading it all as one thing. That would indicate, yeah, that would indicate a, you know, delineation between the two. What do you think it is? What do you think it is? You pull the bag up uh, up the hill and then you run back down. No, I, I think, don't think it's, so. I think it's you run up the hill and then you drag the bag across the field to play, like the outfield to the infield. I don't think they're going to be pulling a bag up the hill, but I could be wrong. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. I'm not listening very well. Great, I, I hear you. Okay. So you go across the monkey bars, you run up the hill, and you run down the hill, there's the bag, you drag the bag back to the monkey bars, you jump on the monkey bars, you go. Okay. Oh, shit, I, okay. Gotcha. Hill run, bag pull. Okay. And right. can you go back to that workout? It's just two axle bar lunges. There's not a third one. Um, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Let us look at that real quick. Sorry, Taylor, to interrupt. Um, oh, let's look at that real quick, and then we'll get back to the axle bar. Great. That's a great picture to pull up, Sousa. Yeah, so they were pulling. I don't see them pulling anything up that. It's pretty steep. Okay, so they're going to run up that, uh, run down. Because if they pull a bag up that, how are they getting the bag down? Are they going to pull the bag back down and potentially let it smack them in the back of the legs and send them flying down that hill? Hey, so what's the deal with this hill? I remember last year before the event, I wasn't impressed by it. And then when I watched the event, I was like, holy shit. And now I'm back to not being impressed by it again. Like how, like that, is that really fatiguing to run up that thing that, 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 that's a, that bites you. We've got a hill like that, right? Adjacent to our gym. And we uh-huh. do a lot of class workouts on it and it's pretty nasty. It just spikes your heart rate. What's the length of that? It's probably no longer than 30 yards, 20 yards, not definitely 30. Not 30. It's definitely probably not 20, 30, yeah, 20 yards. You think that's 20 yards? Uh, you think that's 15. I think that's yeah. I think it's probably like fifty feet, fifteen yards, fifty feet. Yeah, I yeah. keep changing my mind. That's it. It looks about exactly like our hill at the gym. Jr., you know the hill I'm talking about, right behind yep. the tent. If you, okay. If you and if you think back to last year, like the the workout with the med ball GHDs and the ski with the hill run, there were there were moves made on the hill runs, whether running up it fast, running down fast, before you got to it, after it, accelerating out of it. There were some lead changes there, and. We'll get to the workout later in the weekend, but when you're talking about something like maybe running up a hill and then doing goblet squats, I mean, that changes it completely than just running. Right. And I do remember thinking that I had severely underestimated its impact. I thought maybe when I first saw it like this, it might have been gimmicky. And then I remember watching the event being saying what you're saying, JR, like, oh shit, this is, people are changing places here. Yeah, and, I think it's just And the transition back onto the field. Yeah. And they're goofy when they come down. They're goofy when they come down, right? They kind of look like they, they got that baby giraffe thing going, some of the athletes from their legs being so fatigued. Right. All right. Uh, back to the workout. You were going to say something, Taylor, about the uh, axle bar, that it's only in there uh, twice? Yeah, I was just wondering if they would potentially switch variations like they did to finish the games in 2021. Um, but there's only two axle bar lunges, so I don't see them going back rack, front rack, overhead. Uh, you like probably, this? Yeah, I this mean, is, this is this is super detailed too. But if you think of the way workouts are written, generally, if it's the same movement again, they won't write it again. Well, they write the weight in the beginning and at the end of the workout, so it could be a, just a different lunge variation. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how are we supposed to determine if this is good programming? When you can look at the you look at the CrossFit Games and you're like, okay, we we know the goal is to pick the fittest human being in the world. And you guys, in in all of our previous shows, all the pundits are saying, hey, we we give more wiggle room to Rogue and to Wadapalooza and to Dubai because they need they're not necessarily to pick the fittest person in the world. So how do you determine? 
if that you how do you guys how are you guys saying what criteria are you using to say you like it uh i would disagree i think they are trying to find the fittest person at their event i just also think they have other things in mind rogue wants to showcase the their unique ability to build equipment and use new things that other venues don't have access to uh and they want to put their own twist on things but no one programming this event is thinking eh I don't really care if the person who's not fittest wins this event. Fuck no. Especially between Josh and Spieler. Looking at the program in its totality without knowing three events, it's impossible to say how complete it is. But based off of seven of the ten, it looks pretty complete. With the assumption on event one, it looks even more complete. I think if events six and ten involve some sort of rope climb, JR was talking about, some carrying, a horizontal displacement, and then, in my mind, a, a thruster or some sort of high-volume squat and a burpee, I think it would be 100% complete programming for 10 events or close to it, maybe a handstand walk. Looking back at event one, what would the time domain you guys would like to see on that? An hour or more. Wow. If if, if, if events if events 6 and 10 are not going to be over 12 minutes, which I mm-hmm. I think is a good assumption then i think the first one has to be long would, would that we, be the long sorry go ahead taylor go ahead no i was just gonna say i think we probably see something around 45 to 50 minutes and then i think between event i think probably event six is something that's over 15 minutes uh, i don't think it's longer than 20 uh but i think it's somewhere between the 15 and 20 minute time domain and then i think event 10 is probably pretty short uh, J- John Young, it's crazy that the two of the weakest all-time great successful program and strength-biased event that is still well-balanced. Because What the fuck? Is that a sentence? Someone decipher that for me. He He's saying because Chris Spieler and Josh Bridges were weak, yeah. that it's crazy that they could program an event that has a strength-biased <laughs> the, the funny uh, part about look at how look at Dave, Dave Castro. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't make Oh, my sense. God. Sorry. John, you brought out the inner dickhead and Taylor. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I approve of that. Um, I approve of all of those comments. Uh, what is the longest event we have in the history of Rogue? Do we know? Time domain? And, and, and no. let me give you the follow-up to that while you guys think about that. If if it did go an hour or more, like JR is saying, um, would that change the perception of what Rogue tests going forward? I think they- there are any- See, I think like I think that's a really good point because what people have been talking about until these workouts were released and until it was released to the public that there was going to be a fourth day, it's been three days, it's been six to eight workouts, and people have just said, well, yeah, it's rogue. They have a lot of strongman influence. They have a lot of strength bias, and we kind of know that that's what it's going to be. You're probably not going to see the triple threes at rogue. But I think this year, having 10 scored events, mm-hmm. having something on a day that's an extra day standalone that we know is probably going to be an endurance test. I think it's, it's okay to start talking about this as a, like Taylor said, no, if we get a test like this, the fittest is probably going to win. Yeah. And I also think that probably rogue is looking to change the notion that people can guess their programming just because they're going to rogue. If I'm Bill Henniger and Katie, I don't like athletes thinking that they can do that or pundits, especially thinking they can do that. So I'm probably looking to throw some twists into the event and it looks like they've done so i mean i for sure wasn't expecting 10 events i was expecting seven again and 10 is a completely different beast than seven it's an an, an additional day of competition uh lauren khalil had um jason Klepa on uh 
I don't know if it was today or yesterday, and I was watching the show, and J- and I know this is he was referencing Legends, but he said in the first year he went to Legends, it was serious as a heart attack. Like they gave a trophy, they had a trophy ceremony. Then he said the second year he went, it was all fun and games. Like you just teamed up, and 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 I do remember people like um, uh, taking the piss out of Jason and making fun of him because he was trying to take that year seriously when the rest of the athletes were just like fooling around. And even Rich, like I think, went home after day one so he could go coach his daughter or something in some sport or, or for his kid's birthday or something. And so then they asked him, "Well, what do you think it's going to be this year?" And Jason's like, "I have no idea." So even someone like like he doesn't know if he's going to a serious comp. He says he's prepared for a serious competition. He's going to take it seriously, but he doesn't even know, which makes me think that it, along your lines, um, Taylor, that um, Bill and Katie are very comfortable just switching it up and surprising people. Like they may go out there and run a marathon. Who knows? This is an interesting comment. Uh, this girl Kate asks, "What's better, program the games or the Rogue Invitational?" Fun question to ask. Uh, at initial glance, I like most of the CrossFit workouts at the Rogue Invitational better than I liked a lot of the CrossFit workouts at the games this year, personally. But a lot of that's opinion. I, I will say this about this group of people and the people who come on this show. That includes Brian Friend, Andrew Hiller, Tyler Watkins, John Young. I would I can't remember a time where we after seeing the event, we didn't like the workouts even more. Like, like even workouts that people are critical of, I feel like after the events were like, well, shit, that actually worked out. Mm, I, uh, I would disagree. I think there are times where I see an event on paper and I think it sucks. And then I watch it and I also think it sucks, but I don't think any of these. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Fair enough. This has, this has probably two of two. ah. I disagree with you. You like the games programming better at a glance? No, no, no. I, I don't have a preference for the. I, I think, to be honest, when I saw the question, I think it's. I think it's suckering us into comparing apples and oranges. Hmm. I think we've Which talked. Is about, high marks for Rogue. Right, I agree. It is high marks for Rogue, but I think it's apples and oranges. But, 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 but I do think it's worth talking about. Okay. Uh, any, anything else we want to talk about this uh, t- time domain um, for this one? We don't know because we don't no know the lengths. Yeah, no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the way it's written here, similarly to event two, which was an up and back chipper this is the same type format this looks like it should be faster it looks like it's probably going to be maybe half the time domain so maybe like five to seven minutes uh i am hop throws a dagger into taylor's heart how is the knee doing it's doing good that that threw a threw a kiss on my cheek not a dagger to my heart all right kiss on the cheek uh get with the programming i think taylor should make a new shirt and have it just read (laughs) i would disagree That's funny. <laughs> uh, Patrick Clark with, with nonstop good information, like usual. By the way, coaches are not allowed to go with athletes to offsite oh, no. location for event one. What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor just wishes he could afford a coach. <laughs> Fuck you. I can, dude. Taylor's got a are, good coach. Are Taylor and JR attending Rogue? We are. Yes. Uh, Sent with love and respect. Of course. Magnus Holmgren. Did you meet my mom? He asked how my mom was doing. Oh, he Magnus is just depending on how many drinks he's had. She's hey, doing great, man. There's a guy who watches the show the other day, David, David Weed, David Wide. I don't know if you guys I forgot to mention this in the comments. Did you guys see that it's like someone's I, I we, me and him fight a little bit in the comments. He's a good dude though, but he comes hard. 
becomes really hard, harder than Jeff Baco. And then the other day he said, yeah, that's what happens when you do 10 years in jail and then 10 years in the military. It was like, holy shit. 10 years in jail, then 10 years in the military? Or, or, or it was the other way. Or it was 10 years in the military and 10 years in jail. But 10 Two in Two different each. things, brother. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Cody Wilson, no, he just loves moms. Fair enough. Um, let's scroll down. We're done with Axel Bar Monkey Traverse. Okay. I'm excited to watch Thank that, you. though. Thank you. Me too. Uh, event number six to TBA. be announced. Uh, any speculation, uh, JR um, Nostradamus? Well, I think if we want to talk about predictions, there there are some things that we think of with Rogue as like staples. Like you think rope climbs, you think some sort of carry. I mean, they've had some pretty epic carry events. I would say you still think when you think carry, you think sandbag, you think farmers, you think mm -hmm. yoke. Um, I mean, the sandbag load event last year with the final was pretty epic. I, I kind of yeah. hope they bring back that movement. If Is not, that where they put it on the pedestal? Right. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was dope. Yep. Um, and then when you look at some of the movements that that are have already been out and then ones that we already know are going to happen on Sunday, we have one unknown event as the final, but they're there hasn't been a ton of hinging. There hasn't been a ton of light squatting. Mm -hmm. um, we get some squats on um, 92 squats total without we, we these events. Right. We get some squats on Friday that we don't have any squats until Sunday morning. So maybe we still have a light squat variation. I still think we'll have some kind of climb. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't seen toes, toes to bar. We probably won't see a pull up or a chest to bar. I wouldn't think with bar muscle ups and ring muscle ups, yeah. but I could be wrong there. I think it's more likely you see toes to bar for a hanging movement. And we have the monkey bars, which is still a gymnastics hang. They've got um, 89, 89 muscle ups in the event, which I am a big proponent of. That's um, a good dose. Really? It's 89, 89 total. Well, they've got 40 bar muscle ups in that, um, ski bar event and then they've got 49 ring muscle ups on day three which i that's one of my fav favorite workouts i've ever read i can't wait to watch it but it and like awesome. to me if, if you look at event six and you're thinking okay this is rogue what are they going to do well you don't think of rogue as doing a 40 to 60 minute long event either so when you look at event six and you look what's before it there's some grunt work there's kind of some some odd odd objects there and then you got a one rep max lift if you're thinking about a really balanced day, what are you kind of looking at? Like they built the Zeus rig. What are, are there what any if, rope what if, climbs? What, Do we, are there any rope climbs yet? That's no, what I'm saying. None. What if, what yeah. if they do like a rope climb handstand walk? You know, they have, you said that it. or I said that. He said that, that they were, <laughs> we said <laughs> we had like, what you talking to me? <laughs> we said we haven't seen rope climbs rope or carries. Taylor, Taylor yeah. did say that already. I, but and I mean, you think about like possibly a handstand walk. Yes, they're doing parallel handstand push-ups, and just because Rogue typically doesn't have handstand walks doesn't mean they won't. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, and Jr. brought that up, and I thought that if they went added a handstand walk either in this event or the final, that they'd have a really good balance of inversion and pulling. Assuming we get some rope climbs, do uh, do any of the events we've seen on here at all that, that they've announced already have rope or no? No, they don't. No, and no. so that, I, I, but I do think with the potential. So with the Zeus it, rig, it's got to be there. there there's yeah, got, with that Zeus rig, there's going to be a rope climb. I think rope climbs are coming. And I think. Unless they choose to do pegboard, which I think outside would be awesome <clears> to do. It would be to pretty do it, cool. To do it somewhere other than the games and Crash Crucible. But I like, I don't know. I like, I still like rope climb better in this format. And I think they get away with a longer workout with a rope climb. But to. To that point, it would be cool to have a longer 15 to 20 minute workout with pegboards as well. 
Nobody Taylor, can you name yet. the only three events in CrossFit competitions that have had pegboards? The CrossFit Games, Crash Crucible, and mm. I can't think of any other event other than those two. Oh, okay, fine. What's, what's the third? I, don't, I was going to say the ro- one of the Rogue events, but if maybe no, they've, they've never, never had, had a pegboard. I think it's only. I think it's. It's JR about time. In the games. Yeah, it is for sure about time. And I would be very surprised if a semifinal coming up this year doesn't have them in their event. You mean all of them? You mean all the you mean all the all of them should. Yeah. Oh yeah. If the games are programming them, they without a doubt should. Um and anything in anything innovative that could be done with the rope that you would see JR or am I barking up the wrong tree? We talked about there's the Taylor, you go for it. Yeah, I was gonna say we talked about unbroken rope climbs uh on the phone earlier today where an athlete maybe has the stip or they have the um stipulation of coming down to a certain length on the rope or a certain mark and going back up without breaking. If you think about something like the muscle up biathlon from the CrossFit games, where if you break a rope climb, you have a 200 meter penalty run. I programmed the workout that was nine, seven, five, three unbroken rope climbs. And then a hundred meter farmers carry after each round. And if you broke, you had a 100 meter farmers carry penalty. And I thought maybe something like that would be pretty cool. I'm falling into the weeds here, but you know how uh, they'll do that that movement where it's um, uh, pull up, chest to bar, pull up, no, bar bar muscle up. You know how they have that? The 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 grid. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you'll see this at the. You saw it at the games. It's been done at the games where it's just and you see it in programming all the time. It's like it's um, do uh, five strict pull ups, four uh, chest to bar pull ups, three bar muscle ups. Like a uh, bar, right, uh, so like a you could do combo. that with the rope. You could do a legless rope climb, and then a rope climb, and then a rope climb without yeah. coming off. Yeah, or, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I wonder if there's a third, a third version of a rope climb. Seated legless, legless, regular. L sit legless, legless, regular. Stupid Jr. I, I think stupid? that's dumb. No, I no, no. I think if they did. If they if they had a line you had to descend to, and they said, "All right, you're going to climb the first one legless, and then you're going to you can use your legs on the second, and then you have to climb the third one legless or something like that." I think it would be it would be cool and it would be progressive. Um, I don't know if there is a way to do it. I know Bill would figure it out, but like that picture I sent you the other day of on the Rogue website of different climbing pegs that you can attach to a rig. Uh, that would be the only other th- type climb, but in that sense, you would have to climb and move horizontally across the rig in this way, instead of up and down, just because you're not attached to anything. They've got the monkey bar traverse already. Yeah. They'd never, they'd never do this, right? This now, now we're in gimmick land. The rope old climb, Kegel hold, climb, the old pinch, rope, uh, <laughs> rope climb, holding a wall ball in the legs. No, they would never do that. You'll see last year they did the, what the over, the over under log with the like, wheelbarrow and then the rope climbs with a ruck that was all with a ruck correct and and the climbs were like to 20 feet right yeah how high is the zeus how high is the zeus is it 20 feet 15 feet at least no it's taller than 15 yeah with those big red pads i would say it's like 18 19 all right uh event six we don't know what it is uh but we're speculating uh event seven it's called the texas oak it is the last it is the last workout on I went Saturday. Saturday. Thank God. It's the last workout on Saturday. It's event number seven. Uh, it starts at 5, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. One rep max, max log lift. That's the thing we saw Christy Aramo doing for sure. Yes. 
is is that is that a new version? Has that one never been? Is that new or is that something they've had around for a while? I mean, of course, there's been log lifts forever, but I mean that particular one. It's not new to the fitness world, but it's new to CrossFit competition. But I mean, that particular one is that is that Rogue's newish? Like they they just released that that beauty because that big ass fucking wooden log. Yeah, with the no, 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 it's not even a log. It's yeah, metal it, with rope wrapped around it. Yeah, it they've looks used, like it, it looks like it's kind of kind of like the Slater logs. They've used the that. Workout. They've used that the Invitational in years past. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, any, any thoughts on it? Is is this the, is this this is this the strength event? Is this what is this? This is a strength event. It's not the strength event. I think the back squat is just as equally a strength event as this is. And this the, is basically I, a clean and jerk. This is a clean and jerk, right? Right, and I think emphasis on the jerk. I I don't think a lot of athletes will struggle to get it to the front yeah. rack, but once it's there, the amount of time under tension and the position it's going to put them in arching in a way that they're not used to arching with a barbell, I think the people with the most stable and sure overhead position, I would say you you bet on in this workout. Two belts? Two belts? <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of upright bench pressing. Something else to think about too, for you know those of you that have never seen the inside of like a a, a log, it's a neutral grip. So you're not holding mm-hmm. the bar, yeah. Right? You're doing it like Sevon. You're you're it. Think of it like a parallel handstand push up, which is the first workout on Sunday morning. It's that position. It's that grip. So it is a lot different than the position they're used to having. Oh my God, that guy's leaning so far back you couldn't even see his head from the front. Oh wow! Oh. But jerk, she's got she, she moves so well. It'll be it'll it'll be, it'll be really be interesting lifting. to see if they'll use momentum like that and do a push press, or if they'll all jerk. I would say they all jerk. I don't think they'll be using that uh wooden log either. Because why aren't the strong thing. men jerking? Why are the strong men? Because they they can't. They're they, they're forced so to press. Heavy. Look at that guy. That guy's in a back bend. Yeah, Christy stays very stacked. They oh, and and Jr. To to your point, uh, Christy's not f- fucking around. Like, soon as she gets it up, it's going up. She's not hanging around in that in that in that time under tension spot that you're talking about. Look at it. boom, yep, one quick adjustment yeah. and bam. I mean, oh, heads, maybe there's an edit there. There might be an edit. Your there. head's got to be so far back. But. And you have to have a Russian last name. Uh, is is this is this Nick Matthew? Does this have Nick Matthew written all over it? Mm, because he did well in the sandbag event, I I don't. Think uh, so. And and he he's a power lifter. Uh, I'm I'm guessing he's dabbled in some strongman. He was into bodybuilding. I mean, this is probably a cop out answer, but I would say in a in a nuanced movement like this, whoever has been most trained on it is probably going to do well. Like. You wouldn't have thought Justin would have done great on the max sandbag to shoulder, but he used a technique that looked like the correct way to do it, like he had been shown how to do that and maybe touched it once or twice before. And I think even if you have that kind of experience on a movement like this, it's a big advantage. I guarantee you Adam Neifer has has had him doing that stuff. In general, though, I don't think it's smart to like bet against someone like Adler on something like this. I think Fair. the strong. I think the strongest guys will still probably be in the top five to six. And the ladies. Yeah, same. I would think. I mean, um, Amanda figures it out. Yeah, I think she could probably get away with not figuring it out and still get it red. 
How much does it weigh? It's a max. They're different logs, so I'm not sure what this one weighs unloaded. Oh, gotcha. So you can put weights on the end of it. It's got it's got little nubs to add weight to it. Yeah, this is interesting too. Like we don't know how it's going to be presented. I mean, I haven't seen any details. Is it going to be three attempts? Is it going to be elimination style? Like, hey, we're going to start at 200 pounds and we're just going to go up, and when you miss, you're out. Like we don't know how they're going to do it. Oh, how do you how do you drop that if your hands are deep in the bellows of the beast? How do you how do you how do you fail one of those? You just throw it. You only see, I don't know, you, I feel like you only see strong men like control everything down to the pads, but. Oh, I've this one's going to be I've never fun. Seen someone let go. Get your failed CrossFit videos uh, ready. This one's going to be fun. I don't think this is going to have as exciting of some fails as the sandbag. The sandbag literally tackled some people. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see that with this. Uh, okay. Uh, we like this. This is this. If, if, if we'd we like the orchestra that's being put together, this isn't out of place. You're not just giving rogue a pass on this. Cause, uh, it's, uh, you love Bill and Katie and, and they have to be do strongman shit. You like this? No, there's, there's clear influence there. And people who have watched this before, I mean, people who are CrossFit fans, you don't watch it and say, Oh, I think that'd be cool if they had CrossFitters do something like that. I mean, it is cool. It's just a different way. It just so happens to come shortly after we see a max event at the games that didn't involve a barbell. Right. Uh, I, I agree. It looks dangerous as fuck. I fucked around with those things a little bit back in the day and they're nasty. What JR said is right. They take you so far out of a comfortable position. They're horrible. Have you, have you messed around with those Taylor? No. Have you messed around with them JR? Yeah. But like just unloaded. I, I didn't yeah. Me too. There. Yeah. I didn't. I, I think the one I had was less than a hundred pounds and it was, it's a mess. And you hit yourself in the face with it, all sorts of bad shit. And it, it's you're really low down here. This is down here. It's 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 way more awkward than you would think. It's very awkward. You, you you're jerk. The whole thing. The whole thing's a mess. Okay, uh, it'll be fun to watch. I hope we see some uh, some stuff that uh, makes me laugh. Uh, we go into Sunday. Uh, half the half the men have dropped out because of allergies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many people dropped out last year one two three really because of allergies in texas i don't know i just remember people dropping out oh the allergies were serious there last year that that was that was a real thing people were saying they were just they would walk out onto the field and be just completely fucked hmm. okay we get to sunday you think everyone's still in the in the game here i don't i think someone one or two people have gone I don't know when, when you if they start with a really long grind trail run, it's possible that some people break down a little bit because this time of year most of everybody isn't isn't trained to be at their peak. Rain will keep the allergies. This guy's got an answer for everything. That's a good point, Patrick. Don't hate, don't hate Taylor. He's I'm a, a lover. Con- he's a contributor. A contributor. Uh, they basically strict pressed it though. Magnus, so that's not even. Don't talk to anyone but me, John. And then we come back on day three, four, and we've got more overhead. I hope they wear uh, mouthpieces, mouth guards. Uh, Kate chimes in. Way more painful than a barbell. Uh, Strongman record: five hundred and four pounds. So I would say maybe two hundred pounds for men. Wow, five hundred four pounds is a strongman record. That's. Hmm. I think over 200 pounds for sure. I think probably closer to 300 pounds for the men. 
Event number eight starts Sunday morning early. It's called the Laura Horvat's Nightmare. Well, that's cool that they named a, a workout after her. That's sweet. Um, it is three rounds, 20 dumbbell snatches, 100 pound for men, 70 pound for women. I can do that. And <laughs> nine parallel handstand push-ups to a four-inch and two-inch deficit. Can you, uh, Sousa, can you pull up the 2019 Rogue Invitational and find uh, the women's leaderboard for this event? How's, how's Ellie Turner's uh, deficit handstand push-ups? These will be strict. Because if they're, if they're good. Who finished third on this might surprise you. Wow, Patrick, I actually love funnel cakes. He's he's going to buy me a – I'll buy you a funnel cake, Patrick. I haven't had one in like six years, and I've been wanting one forever. Uh, Noah did 281 reps in this video today. Oh. 281 on the log. Oh, oh, oh. Anyways, can we pull up – this is a repeat from 2019. What were strict. you saying? I'm going to be surprised who won it in 2019. Is that what you said? No, no, I you're, gonna, see... no, no you're going to be surprised who got third on it in 2019 for the females. So this is a repeat workout. You've seen this before? Yep. It's a repeat. Yep. From the games, 2019. That's no, what you're saying. I'm slow. The to... Rogue Invitational. Oh, I'm slow. I'm slow. I'm slow. What do you want him to pull up, Taylor? Uh, the 2019 Rogue Invitational Leader. I'm looking. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Tough. It's tough to find. Uh, while you, uh, while while he looks for it, uh, Jr. Tell us who it is. Who took third? Um, Miss Spiegel. Wow, and she's good at the hands, the deficit handstand pushups. Yeah, I mean she was then. So if she's still good at that movement, I mean she's gonna go touch and go on the dumbbell pretty easily. I'm sure. And that is in a 60 reps at those loads on a Sunday is not something to, you know, to take for granted, but someone as strong as she is, it's not going to matter. I think. And that, how do you know it's strict Taylor? Uh, because 2019 was strict. So that's the assumption. And I would, I would be uh, shocked if they made it easier three years later. And were they on parallettes that year? Yes. It was the same exact deficit and strict yep. in, you know, out of all the workouts that have been announced, this is the only one I have one gripe with. And I just, I prefer a full depth parallel handstand push up with a kit, at least for visual or as a spectator, than kind of the four inch deficit with the strict. I think to me, the difficulty of both are pretty comparable. Um, a 14 inch deficit with a kit is pretty similar to a four inch deficit strict for me. I just like the way the full depth looks. It looks, it just looks a lot cooler on camera. So if I were programming, which I'm not, but I would have just made a regular parallel handstand pushups with no riser, maybe an ab mat for women. Uh, Alexis Raptus. I would say at this point, she's the best in CrossFit inverted on in, on pretty much anything. She's taken the helm from Carrie Pierce. Now that Carrie's gone, she's the she's the undisputed champ of that. Is Carrie gone? Down. I heard a rumor. Tell me, tell me, please tell me. Teams? That's just one team. Oh, yeah, it doesn't count. She, that's gone. That's the same as gone. <laughs> uh, you think they would do a squat snatch with the dumbbell and then no. goblet squat right after it? I don't think they would do uh, 60 squat snatches with the 100-pound dumbbell in a workout. 
and 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 I and I just don't think they're gonna do they're gonna use the exact same name and do something with the same rep scheme and the same movements and not just make it an exact repeat. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna see anyone start squat stashing it in the third round? No, that's yeah, not heavy enough to so. force a squat snatch, and it's also just way dumber to do that. I was talking to an athlete earlier today that competed in 2019, and they said the standard on the parallel handstand pushups was very odd. And he wondered if they would do it again this year. And the standard was the parallettes at the foot. So the footprint of the parallettes were only six inches apart and they could not adjust that width, which is mm. very narrow. Oh, I think I remember that. I think and I remember that. If and you have, eight. if you have really long arms, that already kind of makes it more like a tricep extension. And then the feet could not come outside of that width, Yeah, which is, which is pretty aggressive for, um, those with more anthropometric uh, limitations. Hey, that can't be right. Six inches. You wouldn't be able to get your head in there. No, you know not saying six inches the, the from parallel to parallel. So they, you know how there's the bar in the middle and they have the base that yeah. that base can, is going to be six inches from the edge of the other parallel's base. I'm not explaining that well. So add like four inches on either side. And that's where the parallel's would be. The parallel's are essentially like 18 inches apart to tw- probably, probably closer to 20. I remember either there at the games, the parallettes being fixed one year and it being weird. I wish they would give them fucking competition plates as their headrest like they did back in, uh, what was that, 2013? <laughs> <laughs> with, with the med ball, med ball handstand. <laughs> Just bloody heads everywhere. Uh, do you do you have any, um, This we have our first gripe uh, from Taylor Self around event number eight. Uh, J- JR, um, do you have any gripes with this one? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I actually really like that they're blending in the the modalities of ending the Saturday with a really dynamic slash grunt work strength test, and then they follow it up the very next morning with a body weight strength test because that's what the twenty seven end up being. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a time time for this fastest times like between six and seven. That's that's maybe I don't remember I don't remember what Matt got. I know he was way ahead on this. Yeah. Um him, Chandler Smith, and Colton, I think all three did really well in this workout. Uh and I want to say Matt was probably I want to say under or around six minutes. Uh any DNFs? Tons. Tons. Just with 18 handstand push-ups? It was 27. 27. And and remember, oh, 60 right. snatches with the 100 is nothing to scoff at. But that's not, no one's going to have trouble with that, right? I'm not going to say no one's going to have trouble with it, but there are going to be athletes who can move the 100-pound dumbbell well, and there are going to be other athletes who it buries and who it caps for sure. Uh, this, if, But this will be won or lost on the handstand, handstand push-ups. Yeah, right. John Young said Matt got 609 in 2019. Um. Good spectator event. Yeah. That was Snatch- cool to watch. Snatches are fun to watch. Dumbbell snatches. And and like, I don't know, to Taylor's point, when you have the pad almost to the very top of the parallette, you know, at, at, at that point, you know, he's just kind of like, why not just do them? Why not just do them to the floor? Like a straight handstand push-up. Yeah. The two I, think the par- I think the parallette itself is almost two inches. Like That the- was at Rogue? That was the Rogue Invitational? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. it was 2019. Oh, I don't remember that and at all. That, and that was in Rogue. It was at their headquarters in Ohio that year. I Yeah, I just – and to me, a neutral grip, anytime you can grab onto something makes it a little bit easier than on the floor. Um, So I don't know. I, that's why I would have preferred seeing it as just a full-depth parallel handstand push-up. This is in their warehouse, I believe. Yeah, we kind of disagree because, like I said, you know, they're both neutral grips, but this is a straight gymnastics neutral grip, and the other one is a dynamic weightlifting neutral grip. So I kind of like it in that respect. Uh, Colton uh, had a drop the ball on one of the workouts. There were some rules around it, and he didn't he didn't follow it precisely. My abs are so sore. I would have loved to have seen him do this workout. Okay, Uh, anything else you guys want to say about this workout? Tia Toomey, 616. That's fucking crazy. Mike Halpin, I would love it if they came back to Columbus. Carrie Pierce did not win that event. Fun fact. Where was wow. Laura? She was there that year, if I recall. Uh, do we think Laura has a chance of taking the W um, if she's eliminated by that workout, if she takes dead last night? I don't think Laura has the chance to win this event with this workout in the weekend. Do you think that this is the one that takes her out of contention? She does so. Oh, wow. Look at So she took 20th. She took last place in that event in 2019. Wow. Is that what we're looking at, uh, Sousa? Yeah, and I'd be surprised if she wow. did more than a couple uh, seconds. Maybe not seconds, but I'd be surprised if she does more than a couple places better this year. I would probably put her 16th or worse. One so back then, I mean, John will probably know or someone else in the comments. So if she got cap plus 67, that means she did the first 20 snatches and then did not get another rep. And the minimum work requirement was, I think, one handstand push up, or you don't c- continue the competition. Oh, shit. So I don't. She's need- looking at this workout right now in her hotel room, shitting herself. I, I don't think so. I think, in, I, I think in three years, I'm sure she's made a lot of strides in strict pressing. Hmm. I don't know. So there you go, Patrick. That, that's what that's what happened. So when he says eliminated, what do you mean? Like like literally like did not continue the competition. Oh shit! But Damn. that year, Patrick may know was there an eighth workout or was there a ninth? Like was there this was event seven? So how many events were there that year? Were there just eight? I don't have the balls to call her. Oh, sorry, Taylor. Did we interrupt you? Oh, Thirsty. thank you, thank you. I wouldn't dare call her. I did. I tell you the last time I text text Laura Horvat, she responded with, "How did you get my phone number?" <laughs> I only go in her DMs now. I don't fuck with That's her phone funny. number. Yeah, I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> How did you get my phone number? Uh, that would make me feel pretty and, awkward. Oh, dude, Miss Sousa loved it. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the thread. He loved it. He texts me on the side right away. Damn, and with laughing. <laughs> school who is this 2019 Shit. she had a back injury I, yeah i don't who is this and how'd you get my number yeah it's brutal next workout one of my favorite workouts ever event number nine uh i think this is the last one we know this is sunday second to last event um jason hopper will be in first place and uh from here on out Medeiros will smoke his ass uh seven rounds School. Seven muscle ups, hill sprint, eleven uh, goblet squats. Uh, that that's a lot of rounds. That's a lot of rounds. It's that's a lot it. of rounds, and holding the kettlebell in the goblet position. Whether and me and Jr. talked about this on the phone earlier as well. Whether you're holding it by the bell or the horns, uh, 
Blow your biceps make, up. It's just going to make the muscle up so fucking hard. It make them incredibly hard if you hold them by the horns, but still so much tension in your upper back holding it by the bell, just that kettlebell in the goblet position. And it's and it's and it's hard to tell the way it's written, but I'm so hopeful. There was room for a pylon up there last year. I'm so hopeful that they run up the hill and that's where they do their squats immediately after the hill run. They don't run oh. up the hill and then back down. They run up the hill, they do their squats, then they run down the hill. Oh, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I, hey. I, just think, I think it would be so, so dope. Uh, I, it probably is, would be hard to see from a viewership standpoint, but I just think that would be really cool to have. Dude, it's brilliant. Have the kettlebell waiting for them up there. When we saw them come down, if they did that, we would laugh our asses off in the in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round when we saw them try to come down the hill. They would yeah. be so goofy. It would I be just, awesome. I feel like holding a kettlebell up there in the goblet is a risk. What if somebody dumps a kettlebell? And it just rolls down the hill? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let's take somebody let, out like a cannonball from the Patriot. <laughs> let's see that hill. <laughs> you like that, Sousa? <laughs> Sousa, let's see that hill again. There's, uh, room for a, there's room for a judge and a pylon up there, so there's room for it. Uh, you think that like there's like a two or three foot strip at the top that's yeah. uh, p- parallel a parallel plane to the ground? Yeah, because they had to run around the pylon at the top of the hill, and there were year. judges standing up there. God, that's that's brilliant. I would. Th- that's such a good idea, Jr. It would be so funny to see him run down the hill after that. I don't. Oh, I don't dude, know, there's dude. plenty of room up there. I don't know. Oh, dude, they would have to make an egregious penalty for dropping to make sure none of those fuckers drop the kettlebell. There's plenty of room. Let's see how this workout is written again. It's, this is, it's, it's, it's hard to tell because it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case the way it's written. Don't ruin dreams. Don't, don't shit on dreams, Taylor. Don't shit <laughs> don't on shit everything on. you're saying is shitting on the dream. Seven rounds. So they do the seven muscle ups. Then they run up the hill. Then they do the goblet squat and then they run back down. That's how I see it. And I know how to read a workout. It doesn't say hill sprint up. It says hill sprint. So it could be sprint up and down. Then do your goblet squats. I don't know. It, it could. It's wishful thinking. I think it's probably just going to be down on the flat surface. And we're going to see plenty of goofy shit anyway. That's a fucking awesome event, though. 49 muscle-ups. I love it. The goblet squats are so quad dominant and running up that hill, it's going to fucking annihilate people. Beautiful image, Susa. It's just managing fatigue you know, with the muscle-ups. Taylor, anyone do seven unbroken for seven? Uh, Absolutely. I think... More importantly is how fast they're going to transition from the bell to the rings. I think there are plenty of athletes that can do seven unbroken for seven. I mean, I for sure could. I think what's more likely, though, is you're going to have athletes to get their heart rates really blown up by the goblet squats. And a ring muscle up is not a movement that you can lower your heart rate on. So yeah, you, it's like if you know you put down the eleventh squat. If the kettlebells are right by the rig, you know, do you take a three, two, one and jump up? Or yeah, th- that's another thing too. If if the kettlebells are on the top of the hill, you get that you get that run back to the rig. Yeah, it's uh, it's just I, I, the going from the goblet squat into the ring muscle up is savage for that many rounds. It's going to fucking obliterate people. I think it's one and lost on the hill sprint. <laughs> I do. It's one or lost on the dip out. After all those strict parallel handstand push-ups. I think it's more probably a combination. I mean, for the men, I don't think 49 muscle-ups are going to be terrible. I think more than anything, it's probably confidence and capacity getting back up to the rings after the goblet squats. I, I think I, that, I, I, I think I we're think... going to see people struggle getting up that hill towards the end. I think we're going to see some weird, weird shit in those last two rounds, and we're going to see like yeah. people lose like 10 seconds on the hill. And at this point, we're... Who knows how many hills they may run up tomorrow and down. 
Um, right. Texas is flat though, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Maybe you have to drive two hours just to find some elevation changes. John Young's um, got a good pick. Ricky is loves to squat on his toes, so this goblet squat should favor him really well. Oh wow! I just think too, if you look, you know, you do the eighty GHDs, you do the forty bar muscle ups. We're assuming that they're probably going to have some kind of a rope climb, unless it's in the final. It's going to be before this workout. You have the parallel. I think the the forty nine muscle ups are going to be a lot harder than obviously what they would be under no fatigue. I bet Velner's watching right now. Wad zombie. Velner, can we get a comment? Hope so. He's 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 the guy that told me about the parallel standard into the. 2019. Uh, Kenya Clark did something similar a few weeks ago. Five rounds, six muscle ups, 200 meters run, 12 overhead squats, 95 pounds, and that fucking sucked. They are going to be hurting. Kenya Clark. Kenya is the host of a podcast that's called Not Black and White, or It's Black and White. Something I forget. I forget. Sorry, Kenya. I apologize. At least I remembered you had a podcast. Halfway there. Uh, event number 10. Uh, rogue likes to go out with a bang. Um, are we going to, is this where we're going to see the new implement in event 10? I'd like to see another elimination style like last year. I, I mean, maybe some people would find that kind of cheesy doing it two years in a row, but I, I love the format. It was so cool. Oh yes. Explain that format again. It was like an elimination, right? Or a round Robin or what was that? They had heats of five and they went head to head. Uh, so it'd be all five people go three, two, one, go. They, I think there was three rounds of the workout you went and all whatever all four heats of five went and the top 10 times advanced to round two and they had two heats of five and the top five times from those two heats went to the final round and then the top five went and the winner won and the place yeah they got after it really would be cool. cool if that became a staple for rogue how they finished their their events that was great and hey what's also cool about that is you can have crazy big movement because if the yeah. first place guy gets eliminated for some reason in the first round he just has to sit there with yeah. his thumb in his ass yep and i think the coolest thing about doing something like that as the final is it's not like you get punished for doing more work and then you have to do the rest of the weekend yeah right so like if you if you make it to the fourth round of elimination and you end up doing however many more thrusters or rope climbs or whatever and then you have to do the whole weekend when everyone else is like no nah, i'm good because i get eliminated first uh great point uh javier's asking um right on atlas stone ladder let's see it that's what they did last year right it was basically i mean not the ladder but you had to pick the stone up put it on the pedestal and then run run somewhere or something you had to do something it was a 250 pound bag 250 pound bag that was the one where annie got it stuck under the table under the pedestal right a couple people got it stuck under the pedestal like they lifted the bag up too close to the pedestal remember that yeah and i think something like that we've seen just be really exciting to watch is is really any kind of carry so like if they do something like you know a yoke and a rope climb and a yoke they do like a some kind of a sprint i think we've seen that i mean dave kind of started it with the regionals finales with the thruster and rope climb variations and then he had the one year with the overhead squat and the pull-up that you 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 end a competition with a workout under five minutes that's how you do it and it's just really exciting and i think to taylor's point doing it with elimination just makes it even more exciting what's the longest event we we looked at that we know for sure there are no time caps I would say it's that one right there. It's event. It's event nine. That's the longest yeah. one on paper. Uh, the seven rounder. Right. I think that's the like, whatever. Probably fifteen minute workout. Yeah, that's that's the twelve to fifteen time domain. 
and and so and so we can be almost certain that t- the tenth of workout will be a sprint. It's going to be a spectacle. Yeah, I would think it's. I would think it's going to be short. N- nothing that we've seen so far is like sub three. What what's missing in this? It's in hard this programming in these in these uh, ten events we've looked at. Burpees. Well, we looked at seven, squatting. right? We only saw seven, right? Seven events: burpees, high rep squatting, some sort of carrying, horizontal displacement sled. Wait, you said high rep squatting? High rep squatting, high Isn't volume, that- lightweight. Like, like in that workout, seventy-seven squats wouldn't be considered high volume. You think high volume? You think one hundred fifty reps or more? Okay. Moderate volume is like eighty to one hundred fifty. Or uh, we haven't seen, we didn't see sled, right? No sled, no carrying, no rope climb. Deadlifts are already in event four. No thruster, no burpee. And I think to Taylor's point, when he's talking about total repetitions, even if you're adding the volume in with it, where you're doing like the reps time the weight, there are 120 pulls from the floor, not counting what's going to, how many attempts they're going to get on the log. log, So there's 60 deadlifts and then 60 dumbbell snatches. And right now there's 77 squats in that workout. And there's there's 15 back squats that are really heavy. If you finish all of them, which a lot of them probably won't. I, I, I I don't think there'll be more squatting. Uh, I think there will. You do. I think there's one, I think one single leg movement. I I mean, I don't think we'll do like a pistol or a weighted pistol just because they, they have the lunge. Um, I think it's still possible so, though. So, that, I think it's possible though. You still see possibly like a burpee step up or a, a, a grinder type movement, but maybe presented in such a small rep scheme, then you can sprint it. Oh, I want to ask a question here uh, that I f- found an inconsistency between what Taylor said and you said a uh, pull up. I'm just writing these down so we can go over them in a second. So, but I think that there's enough squatting in there. What do I know? But you're saying that we wouldn't see pistols because we saw some lunges. Uh, yeah, I, I'm having I think trouble. A, like, yeah, I just think of them as a single leg, single leg movements. Well, and it's so then we've had plenty of squatting too with that, with that mm. logic. No lunges in a squat. I, I, I understand the lunges in a squat, but what I'm saying is if, if, if the axle lunge is adequate f- for the or, or tantamount to the to the pistol or close enough, then the squatting we've seen is close enough to high reps. Well, 77, think about this. 77 squats, 88 pounds is a lot of squatting, my this. dude. Yeah, say, my I would, dude. I would just say and heavy back squats and lunges. Squats. Listen, yeah. you have 89 muscle-ups and 92 squats. Okay, fair. I see your point. I see your point. I see your point. Uh, okay, so burpees, squatting, rope climbs, sled, push, pull, uh, carry, thrusters, pull ups, toes to bar. Those are some of the things we have missing. Wall ball could be a heavy wall ball, maybe an overhead. Oh. I don't see them using. I don't see them using a barbell again. I think it's likely a wall ball um, or a dumbbell thruster potentially. Um. Yeah, uh, thruster. Anything crazy, Jr. Anything crazy you want to throw out there? Fifty pound wall ball, some sort of weird implement they'd have to carry somewhere in some form that they've never had to carry before. So I. So one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot, and and I, I don't know if it'll it'll ever really come up at the games or or come up anywhere, but since we're seeing a lot of crossover and a lot of blending between the strongman community and and into CrossFit, you know, weightlifting and throwing 
and throwing and throwing. And we've only had throwing come up in competition, but so many times in, in CrossFit, right? Like you could say the med ball GHD was a throw. People can say a wall ball is a throw. Sure. You're throwing something to a target. You had the bait, the softball toss, but there's something that they do. And like, they do it in strongman. They, they, they sell it on the rogue website. They do it in Highland competitions where they have a bag or they have a keg or they have something rogue makes bags with a handle on them and they throw it up and over something. So it's true quarter extremity in the same way you would do a kettlebell swing. Mm. And I, and I think that if they could do something really outside the box, like for a lot of people that sandbag load to a pedestal was with a squat snatch and a heavy double under last year, then they could do something like, Hey, there's a beam or there's something and you have these sandbags and this is how much it weighs and you got to get it up and over that three times and then go do a rope climb or something like that. I think Halpin. I think Halpin said that the Halpin also mentioned earlier in the show keg toss. It's the keg toss, right? Kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm similar. It's kind of the pussified version of the keg but, toss. But I would say that's like a. It's, it's no affluent. Sorry, affluent. This is the affluent version, not pussified. Affluent. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, Taylor. Uh, it's, sorry, Jr. No. So yeah, something like this. I mean, those are those are probably as big as a really big kettlebell. And and then and that actually would be a fun thing to watch because um let's see as they go up in uh, I think so I mean some people would look really goofy doing it but I'm, it's I'm just, guessing it's they just go up and wait it's just something different and it's really core to CrossFit methodology and Chris and Josh are about as core to CrossFit methodology as you can get right look this is how they sew them oh look <laughs> look at that look at that fingernail polished my goodness. Okay. That's a stretch. Okay. I mean, it is a stretch for sure. Hey, it does, it does check to, to, it, it, there's a carry component and there's a, and there's a throwing component. Uh, are, do you think we're going to see burpees? We got the, we got the Zeus uh, burpees. Or do you think we're going to see pull-ups or toes to bar? We got the Zeus rig out there. I think toes to bar potentially, but I don't, like JR said earlier, I don't think uh, either a pull or a chest to bar. We do not have an official schedule uh, for the remainder of the week. We will be going live tomorrow at some point, at least once. And then from there on out, you can expect us to go live prior to every event with predictions and then do a post show after every show. And we will do that throughout the weekend. Uh, we will have special guests uh, join us throughout the week. Uh, Andrew Hiller and I will be here managing the desk uh, hope maybe we'll get Taylor, uh, Tyler Watkins on here. Also Matt Souza and, uh, on the ground, we'll have tons of, uh, tons of eyeballs of fans who have uh, offered to call in. And then of course our official people, which would be, uh, Mr. Self and J.R. Howell. So, uh, any, uh, well, the rest of the events, so are they going to announce the athletes just prior to them happening? You think what's, what's the traditional protocol for rogue? I mean, I think traditionally they've known most of them before the competition started. This is kind of congruent to what they did at the games where they released them the day of mm-hmm. on some occasion. Last year they had about a week to play with some of the events. Uh, Mr. Suzuk, uh, could we go over to the comments on YouTube and see if um, the, the <laughs> <laughs> see if the listeners, the viewers were able to explain to James Hill who <laughs> J.R. Howell is. Uh, I apologize if I talked over Rich or Sevan. You you don't have to apologize to anyone for anything. 
some good comments tonight. Except, except for all the women you rile up on the show. Uh, they have a trial run with the legends for the judges and could announce closer to it. They have a trial run with the legends for the judges. I think it's also kind of cool too, that none of the legends workouts were revealed because maybe they have some elements in them that we'll see for the individuals. That's what the, yeah, that's what I think that comment Mike posted was alluding to is that the legends events will be kind of announcements or almost de facto demos for the individuals. Oh, okay. I like it. Um, uh, Chase Bryan, 918. Uh, don't small JR. I see you holding back. Yes, JR, please don't smile. Uh, James Hill uh, said, constructive criticism, don't have nobody Don't have nobody lurkers on your podcast that go on two-minute rants and talk over your guests. I don't click on the video to hear their takes. I click to hear from guests and from you. These are the 10 replies. Oh, I've already read one of them. Um, uh, count me in the Seven Army. I am Hop 2024. Thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, A.C. Yeehaw, JR is God. Uh, AC Yeehaw again, JR is God. I think that's maybe making him feel a little uncomfortable. Uh, Spiegel, JR Howell owns the finest affiliate on the East Coast, CrossFit Crash, and has a wealth of competition knowledge. His insights are spot on, and his opinion is highly respected. Well, okay, thank you. That, that's, that's enough. That's good. <laughs> um, that's JR Mahafucking Howell. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Alex B. Mahafucking Howell, dog. I like it. It's good. Alex B. Okay. Um, uh, James Hill from the whole seven on podcast. Kick rocks and get fucked. <laughs> we'd like to say kick rocks and get fucked, bro. JR is the man and we love his opinions. Unlike the comment of yours. That's comment. CrossFit Corey. Oh, and then yeah. he gives the peace sign. Fucked, bro. Uh, James, welcome to the club, by the way. I hope you keep listening, but this is just, uh, uh just, a, just like a welcoming party. Just hazing <laughs> you a little bit. Um, Hask from one hour. Dear James Hill, get fucked. JR hashtag JR is my homeboy. <laughs> Dude, get fucked is my favorite. Uh, okay. James, you should take this as flattery. These people took time to write to you. They're telling your uh, this guy to get fucked for you, man. Alyssa, uh, JR was amazing on this podcast and all the others he has been on. You're nuts, dude. Okay. Um, uh, JR couldn't be more uncomfortable. Will Brandstetter, <laughs> that's accurate. Teddy Williams, just criticism. You're talking about JR, who is CrossFit. What? Gandalf was for Middle Earth, wisest of wizards, which would make you Gollum, muttering nonsense comments, and the ultimate lurker. Uh, Teddy Williams, uh, please don't be a serial killer with all your Gandalf. Uh, but but thank you. Very nice. Uh, Elise Carradow. Jared Howell is far from a lurker. Ooh. What's the opposite of a lurker? But there's a lurker in his window behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, team. Uh, JR appreciates the love. He's going to like giggle and laugh with his wife after the show. He will yeah, look at it. He gave a little like, okay, cool. Thanks, guys. All right. That's about all I got. Uh, we will all see you tomorrow. Uh, JR Taylor, thanks for staying up late tonight to do this. All of you, thanks for watching. Um, all you guys are dope. Uh, and we will see you all tomorrow. Bye bye.